Good morning. Uh, it's Tuesday, and uh, it's beginning of the second day. And um, our gypsy colleagues are late. One of our gypsy colleagues is late. And um, the um, what I think is ironic, and arguably or ostensibly or theoretically, uh, the highest IQ guy in the room uh, can't get up on time. But um, we left up, uh, left off last night talking about um, the uh, D-Hawk, and D-Hawk uh, uh, was the guy that came up with the idea uh, to consolidate 55,000 banks and form Visa. Uh, and he was a really smart guy. He was working for Bank of America, and bank, he was a CEO of Bank of America, and he was, Bank of America was going bust. It's hard to believe now, you know, 40 years later. And he came up with the idea that he was going to consolidate all this. And of course, the, the, the president of Bank America at the time told him, you got, sure, don't embarrass us. You got no budget to do it. Go ahead. And so he consolidated um, uh, 55,000 banks uh, over time. And they were the first trillion dollar business. This was a long, long time ago. Because uh, it was, uh, you know, it was the idea or the ideal target for uh, fragmented industry uh, because every bank has their own credit card in those days. And so um, he retired to Northern California and he, he uh, grew walnuts, I believe. And then um, the Swedish government and two or three other governments have asked him to come in in, in the last 15 years or 20 years to ask him to go and show them how he did that massive consolidation and and, and revamp uh, government structures. Uh, my understanding is he's been less successful trying to get governments to do stuff than he did the 55,000 banks, which doesn't surprise me at all. Uh, trying to get a government to do something is, is pretty ironic. Um, now we gave you homework last night, and um, the um, and if you remember, we set up um, the uh, situation that we're going to do the role play first. And the role play situation, if I remember correctly, was that we were going to pick two teams, two on each team, and you were going to sell your deal to investment bankers that you needed to raise money. And we gave you some uh, parameters, how long you'd been in business, and uh, what were your revenues, etc. cetera. Uh, that you had already sent them your executive summaries, and I said, for this uh, role play, you could pretend that I was your chairman and that we had a, a substantial uh, a dream team board, that you had uh, accountants. I think I picked uh, PricewaterhouseCoopers. And when this goes on YouTube, PricewaterhouseCoopers owes me some money from uh, using them uh, as an example. And uh, any big law firm in your area, uh, the, uh, all law firms are, are basically the same, the big law firm. And when we talk about picking law firms, Whatever relationship you have with a law firm or a big major accounting firm or any accounting firm really is only one partner deep, one person deep. If you have a good relationship with that person that's your engagement partner, as they used to call it, I still think they do, then you've got a good relationship with the, the bank uh, and uh, or the accounting firm. If you don't have a good relationship, then you're shit out of luck. And, um, and when I say partner, if you have a relationship with less than a partner, at an accounting firm or law firm, you're fucked. 
because then that associate or that senior manager or whoever has got to go to the partner. And just like you were commenting, the ship comes home and he tells you all this stuff and you don't know what he's talking about, well, the associate goes back to the partner and tells him what he knows the partner wants to hear, which is not necessarily what you told him to tell him. So, um, and that's why um, you need to talk to a partner. You have to have a relationship with a partner. And when we talked about that earlier, you want a young guy that just made partner who's trying to make his name in the firm. You want a young, aggressive guy. And, um, and it's not so easy to find young partners because it takes a lot of years to become a partner in an accounting firm now. And they're very concerned about the liabilities. Uh, and it's, uh, it's hard to get a, a young partner in, in, in a law firm. In America, it's easier to find a young partner than it is in Britain um, or in, the, in the, the Netherlands or in Germany or all these other countries that I've been uh, around in. So, uh, the first two teams uh, will ask, uh, do we have any volunteers? Okay, okay. Um, you two guys will be on the team and you two will be on the team, okay? Okay, now, spend a couple minutes deciding which deal you're going to pitch. You're going to pitch them, okay? Okay. Okay, so you decide whether you're going to pitch them the internet deal or you're going to pitch them... Hmm? Let's pitch the restaurant, it's easier. Okay, okay. Or, or you're going to pitch them Chinese restaurants. Chinese restaurants? Yeah, I mean, I, the more I thought about that, the more I like it. I've done the deal, by the way, this morning. Okay, well, the more, the more, the more I thought about that deal, the more I liked it, you know. I said... Uh, so, are we talking about new build restaurants? Correct. You can talk about so, new build. We don't want any! <laughs> Good afternoon! You know, we got one fucking gypsy. We got five gypsies, actually. And the smartest one's late. <clears throat> we were thinking maybe you were dead, you know. Uh, well, uh, good afternoon, and that's when, when you go to a meeting in the Netherlands or sometimes and a guy's late, uh, they tell him, no matter if he's one minute late, good afternoon, you know, <laughs> seven in the morning, good afternoon. <laughs> so, uh, well, glad you could make it, Sip. And uh, they, this is on YouTube forever now that he came, so just, just another mark, does my mark. And I want to say something for publication. I beat up on Seth because he's got so much potential and he's done a great job and he's done a lot of smart things. And you're a partner because of me. He wouldn't be giving away equity. And you guys wouldn't be giving away equity and he convinced you obviously and then you he gave him equity. But so you wouldn't be a partner if it wasn't for me and the fact that he was here two, two years ago, right? Two years ago. Um, and uh, we'll spend a lot of time on how you give away equity and how you get people to participate because once they're part, you want everybody to be on the bus and the easiest way, not easy, easiest way is if they act as if it's their own business mm -hmm. and the way that you get them to act as if it's their own business is to actually make them part of the business. Ownership, either through options and or straight equity or a combination of the both. Okay? Um, we're not going to film this uh, role play because we want some good role plays uh, on uh, the YouTube for eternity, but uh, we've described this so um, we'll uh, probably uh, film an actual role play until later on in the week when you've got some practice and you're a little smoother, you know, I want you to smooth this baby shit and I want you to 
He's slick. <laughs> now, last October, uh, um, or not last October, in 2010, we had Bruce Whipple here, uh, and we had Basilio Chen of the Chen Dynasty, my former partners, and they were both senior guys, slick. I mean, they've been doing this. Uh, Bruce looks like Mr. IBM, uh, and we used to call when I when I used to send him into a company, he was there to whippleize you. You know, he either whippleized you or he terminated you, one or the other. He either got you on the bus or he uh, threw you off the bus. Uh, on the bus, I mean emotionally. Okay, so um, uh, we'll continue with uh, role playing on another uh, YouTube adventure, but that's it for now. <laughs>